talked a lot about the Lowry line this year and their emergence. I mean, what's it meant for them to, we know they've been able to drive play and spend a lot of time in the offensive zone before, but what is their offensive output meant to the dynamic of your team without sacrificing any of the defensive work? And that's the key piece to this. So I thought their entire game was really strong. Uh, they were physical. They played to their identity. They tried to get pucks to the net. Really good that there was a payoff for them at an important time in the game to kind of cement that game for them. Each line that we have is a slightly different style based on the, the skill set of the players. Those guys can be, you know, very responsible defensively. They've got three penalty killers on the line, so they understand the defensive part of the game. That's part of their skill set. But to be able then to generate offense, not in the way that you see the Shifley or the Dubois line generate offense, theirs is different because, again, of that skill set. And I thought they were true to their game prior to them scoring goals, and they looked very strong. Referee Tim Peel gets early retirement for getting caught saying something that I kind of assume happens a fair bit, doesn't it? I think the the, the difficulty in... in refereeing I mean the black and white calls are all easy right those ones fired into the stands whatever that is but the entire game is a judgment call what you're what you're hoping for uh, is an understandable standard in that that's what we're all shooting for that the game at least is is viewed in the same kind of judgment band and you get some games that are called a little tighter some are a little looser you get into a playoff series you're looking for that kind of standard um I, th I think the referees have to have room for those judgments. I mean, that's what the whole thing's about. That's why it's so hard to do. And I got a TV on the bench now, which makes it even worse for those guys because I can see every call, everything after where before you just yell at them, right? <laughs> Whether you're right or wrong. Now you you got video proof um, in a game that happens so really, really fast. So, you know, I know there's the argument now about the ledger of, of but I think what we're talking about is, is a that band of the standard that happens in a game as long as it stays consistent we understand that sometimes the, 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 that that standard is is slightly different the idea that that we would get this consistent in in you know 15 rinks a night that's just not going to happen you're just hopeful that, that what is a penalty kind of early is still a penalty late uh, and the players will make that adjustment. They will, they will, they will read that, especially in a playoff series, right? They get into a groove of how the game's called. And, and that's why I think you see almost more, if it's possible, more consistency in a playoff series, because you have the same kind of group of referees and they're sharing of information and it stays the same way. I, that's a brutally difficult job to do, uh, under the scrutiny that we've put these men under, um, and, and as far as how they do it in terms of a ledger, I think what we're talking about is they set an internal standard for a night uh, that, that it has to be within the NHL kind of guidelines. And then we all try to hold those referees to that standard, right? You're yelling for a call in the second period because of the call in the first period, right? Um, really, really glad it's not my job. I'm hoping you can kind of explore the idea of, I get the idea of wanting that consistency and that, in, especially that in-game consistency. I think a lot of times, you know, if a call is made and the ref looks back and thinks maybe that wasn't the right call, um, the, the idea of the makeup call or managing the game comes into it and they're, they're trying to correct the, the mistake that they made. Are you, are you saying that, you know, at, at the beginning, if the ref makes a bad call and, and it's too tight of a call, then the rest of the game should be called tightly? Or how, how do you feel about the idea yeah. of refs, you know, using makeup calls or managing the game to try and get the game where he thinks that it should be done properly? 
Yeah, I don't think that that happens anywhere near as often as you think. If they've missed a call, I think they let it go. I, I don't. I don't think that they try to to make that up because a missed call. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they get to see it up on the jumbotron. Something. It doesn't happen. I think as often as you think. What it what it is is that kind of that standard, right? This game, like like the hooks are are they happen fast, right? And then the slash is kind of on the hands. It happens so fast, and we get to look at it and. Ah, it wasn't really on his hands. That that's not a missed call. That's just kind of a standard judgment, right? I I don't think that if they absolutely blow a call, I think the referees just leave it there, and I don't think they bring it into the rest of the game. The standard that's kind of there is, you know, we're calling if if the first couple of calls are tight, then I think it stays tight. I think they do a pretty, I think they do a pretty good job of trying to stay in with that standard. And I don't think that if they, you know, and it's going to happen, man. Where there's 1,200 games a year in a normal season or whatever it is, they're going to miss a call. And I haven't felt that they felt the need to even it up. I think that was more true 20 years ago. I don't think that happens now. I'm going to change directions on you a little bit to yet another external issue. But uh, having seen what's transpired in Montreal just the past couple of days and the first set of postponements here in Canada, the North Division, does this maybe serve as somewhat of a wake-up call to the players, the team, the staff, that things may not be quite as foreign as it seems when it comes to these these COVID-positive tests and the potential for cancellation of games? I don't know that it's a wake-up call. Like, yeah, you have to understand kind of the environment that we're in right now because we're on the road for 98% of this month and that life is totally locked down, right? There's, so there's, I don't see how there's anything more we can do, right? It's hotel room, meal room, rink, and that's it for us. So there hasn't been any sense of a slipping of standards, we're all still wearing our masks. A matter of fact, I think we're probably way better at it now than we were a month and a half ago because it's just routine, right? Like if somebody doesn't have a mask on, they're going, what are you doing? So it's we've gotten better at the standards and adhering to them. I don't know the situation in Montreal or how that transpired, but it, but there hasn't been a casualness in the Winnipeg jet kind of operation we've been, and we've traveled right in this month alone, we've been through Montreal, been through Toronto. We've been through basically every place, but Ottawa. So we've, you know, we felt the, uh, the restrictions fully uh, and, and kind of come to terms with them. From the aspect of what's gone in on in the North division, uh, you're, you're probably seeing the same referees more than you ever have. Right. So, does that put less or more pressure on, on both the officials and then maybe the teams too, because you're starting to get to know each other a little bit better. Yeah. I think the relationship between the Winnipeg jets, and I'm going to assume this is true for most teams and the officials has greatly improved because of it. You know, familiarity has been actually been a positive thing, right? You, you, um, some of that is just tactical, Right, you can't be hanging over the board screaming at the ref because you may get this guy nine more times, right? And you and you and you just can't get on the wrong side, and and it's so you're not going to put yourself in that position. So I found there's more communication between the referees and the linesmen because Lord knows we see them some the linesmen especially we've had long runs of the same guys, and yeah, it's an intense heated environment, but it's a unusual. There is a sense more that we're kind of all doing this together. And um, I, I think 
my experience has been I've had probably more conversations through a mask than I than I did. You'd, you'd see a referee, you'd get mad at him because you were losing the game or you didn't like the call and you wouldn't see him for two months. And that's what you would remember, right? And then they'd come and remember, they'd remember that ass behind the bench yelling at him. So I, I think it's been a positive in that uh, it's developed a better relationship with the officials. Well, going into Monday's game, we, we talked a little bit about the pairings. Uh, what did you think allowed them to have the success for each pairing and that allowed Logan Stanley? Yeah, you know, we, we, had, we had liked them before. I made the change there in the Toronto game, and then um, it was a different style here. We had some other injury concerns that are now gone, so we, we don't have to worry about minutes and things like that. I like the way they played. I thought, you know, Tucker looked real good there. Dylan and, and um, Logan have a have a good mix. There's lots of talk. Dylan's a talker on the bench, and I think that's really good for Logan to have somebody that is constantly talking about the shift in the game to kind of engage him in the in, in his learning process in the NHL. So we were happy with the way they played.